You are tuning into Latino Politics and News with Tony Diaz on 90.1 FM, KPFT, Houston, Texas. The era of Hispandering is over. You are tuning into Latino Politics and News. This is Tony Diaz. Today, we're bringing you an important story that has serious implications for our community. And after they're done coming for us, they're coming for other groups too. We want to follow up on complaints that we've heard in Fort Bend that the Fort Bend Sheriff's Department is profiling Latinos. Today, we're going to play excerpts from a protest that was organized in Fort Bend and the focus of the issue is on Fort Bend Sheriff Troy Nels. These incidents have happened under his watch. And as the Houston Chronicle has reported, in one case, one of his officers has a massively disproportionate number of Latinos who he has pulled over. Now, since this press conference, Troy Nels has not spoken to us, although we have a list of phone calls that we tried to get through to him, uh, emails that we tried to get through to him, tweets that we tried to get through to him, and no response. He did send a statement from his office to one of the media outlets that came to the press conference. His response was that if you look at the overall pullovers, it's 16% of Latinos who are pulled over. My issue with that is, one, why is he not taking our call to talk about this profoundly? Because this should be dealt with. The profiling of Latinos should not be tolerated in any way, shape, or form. And our community deserves to have an explanation. And if it's an oversight or a mistake, let us know. And if it can be corrected, correct it immediately. On the other hand, this idea that overall there's a 16% pulling over of Latinos, yet it's okay if one officer has a 90% pullover rate. The implications of that is a taco beat. Why would one officer then be assigned to pull over Latinos? That shouldn't be tolerated among any of the officials or officers. That has to be explained. So what really is offensive is that that has been noted. That department said, oh, look, one of our officers has this disproportionate amount of Latinos who they've pulled over, but that's okay because overall it's, it, it, it's all settled in the wash. It's not settled in the wash. The system has acknowledged that at least one of their officers is pulling over a disproportionate number of Latinos. That is a major problem. Additionally, why would you not speak to us about it? So, Sheriff Troy Nels is in charge of his department. There are hints of racial profiling against Latinos in Fort Bend County. We've asked to have him on the air to talk to him. He has not followed up with that. I mean, do I got to get pulled over in Fort Bend to actually meet with the department? Is that what you got to do? You got to drive while Brown to talk to Officer Nels, to Sheriff Nels? Or can't I interview Al Brown? I'd like to get answers to this because it is intolerable for there to be any hints of racial profiling against Latinos, especially right now because um, we're, we're coming up on an election. I don't want Latinos to feel intimidated to speak out or 
to drive. And if we don't say or do something about this or accept this as a norm, this becomes institutionalized. We must not, as a society, get used to racial profiling is kind of okay. If you're kind of racially profile Latinos, well, that's fine. It is not fine. Again, this is a multicultural coalition that united for this press conference. We're going we're gonna to play some of those excerpts. We streamed it on Facebook Live at Libro Traficante. Additionally, media came up. And I do want to let you know, some of the audio, again, we're on the scene, we're giving you uh, audio verite, like cinema verite, it's live and real, so it may be a little grainy, but we think the main news is more important than to make sure that it sounds as if it's clean and polished in the studio. And I tell you what, it ain't clean and polished out there. It was rainy, it's hard to organize in Fort Bend. So it got real. It's not easy. And that's another thing. We cannot let those imperfect circumstances silence us. And we're not going to let that silence us. So you're tuned in to Latino politics and news. We're taking it into the community, into the streets. That's what this show better be about. That's what there should be more shows about. And there should be an outcry across the community. Let's get to the bottom of this racial profiling. I also want to make one thing clear. You must not tolerate racial profiling in Fort Bend anywhere. I want to thank Rodrigo Bravo for mixing this show. Also, Roxana Guzman for helping us organize so many events remotely and soon in person. And also, Leti Lopez, our curator for music. Hey, this is Tony Diaz. You're listening to Latino Politics and News. Stay tuned. El mejor artista en esto, canción por canción Pero ese obvio no está listo para esta conversación Vamos, Bray, quieres ver cómo te lo detallo Rapeo, canto y produzco, escribo y te lo subrayo Mejor me callo, soy la
la solución y soy el fallo. Y lo que escucha tu mujer por la mañana y no es el gallo. Cada vez que llego formo el alboroto. Pasajeros, siéntate que llegó el piloto. Se pasan hablando de ustedes mismos. Al otro día se maman el bicho y bien y suben pa'. Si yo no creo en valentía, si sale de una nota. Eso yo le llamo cobardía. Me dicen que en tu compañía hay pales por debajo el agua. Cooperando con la policía. Dímelo, Tito Válvula. Gangsta ting, me rich and me cool No school, no rule, me back Y con cien trabajo en el baúl Saliendo del Rija, diez años Son diez sortijas, imbrincable Cabrones, son diez temporadas fijas Blanca nieve, pregunten a Alaska por mi Cisco La NASA tuya, el flow, y dicen Cocu, that's the real go Homeboy, esto es mafia, a lo bufela Y a fucking world the best Si hablan de Cocu, yo era protegido, por Dios Ustedes no hablen de Glock Graban con seis nueve después que choteo a todos los blogs Jodedores, esa onda ¿De qué está toda esa bodera? El código es igual en PR o allá afuera Sano Man Bichel Si ustedes están viendo desde los bleachers Tú sabes que la isla está switching Tanto que roncan Hablan de calle pero ninguno se monta Estamos fríos siempre chilling Y no hay preocupación Sobran los peñas y los culos Los Richard Millie Ustedes son trilly Por eso no entiendo tanto que roncan Hablan de calle pero ninguno se monta Estamos fríos, siempre chilling Y no hay preocupación Sobran los peñas y los culos, los Richard Millie Cortes de sonríe Mira, mocoso Tú estás buscando un showdown Los he tirado en todos los rounds Corriente 220, tú estás sintiendo el ground Aparentan cerca allí, siempre piden cacao Tú no eres ningún maleante, nada Tú lo que eres, un boy escao El cepillo en la rey show El tercer te amo con los drones Ya sabemos lo tuyo, ninguno tiene cojones Estoy muy duro rapeando, bobolones No busquen que se activen los demás A los enemigos ocultos siempre me les dejo ver Saben que nunca me voy a dejar joder Sigo adquiriendo más poder Dicen ese My Tower siempre está en la duela El que quiera guayar que me deje saber Me sobran los Benjamin Franklin Subimos de ranking Los burros cruzando por el océano Atlantic A distancia roncan de frente les da la panqui Soy leyenda musical como Maelo y Frankie Tú y yo no somos iguales manito no te compares Puede que todo tipo de público yo lo acapare Tiene gente que se monta también tengo si voy yo lo más seguro que ni me mascare Y yo estoy claro a todos lados que me meto Bendecido sin collares ni amuletos Todas las babies quieren con el prieto Ustedes se caen si el botón rojo yo lo aprieto Cuando me hable hágalo con respeto Tanto que roncan Hablan de calle pero ninguno se montan Estamos fríos siempre chilling Y no hay preocupación Sobran los Benji, los culos, los Richard Milly Ustedes son trilly Por eso no entiendo tanto que roncan Hablan de calle pero ninguno se montan Estamos fríos siempre chilling Y no hay preocupación Sobran los Benji, los culos, los Richard Milly Ustedes son trilly yo soy la máquina de guerra, el rifle con más balas en los cepillos Como el viejo Jordan con los seis anillos No le bajo un centímetro, guarda en distancia, no pasa el perímetro Te está midiendo la nueve milímetros, amén Estoy aquí de pie con vida como templo 
tipo en su pico, un maleanteo sin mí es como Nueva York sin los niños. Yo nunca salgo plain, las moñas son del color del otro, el líder el Wayne. Yo soy una estrella como el logo de Goldstar y me enviaron al espacio a jugar con los Mustang. Que pidan refuerzo, que llego el más duro, verso por verso, no me tuerzo. Y antes de salir con la muerte converso, todos los palos son en fibra de carbono. Repartimos y tu cabeza tiene precios como especial de Conal, por mayor y el de tal. El artista más trascendente y quien me ronca se convierte en clásico donde el oso se monta. A qué nivel le ya rompí los recordines. Pues ya yo he hecho todo lo que tú te imaginas. Más de 100 millones de razones para roncar. A 150 semanas dice el ochal. Empezamos desde abajo, esto es normal. Yo me compré un avión porque quería volarle y por encima ustedes y no cuadré de que siempre el 35 aquí cualquiera se muere. everyone uh, we are here uh, as a big coalition as an umbrella of uh, every major organization and the activists around the very Houston area against our Portland County racial profiling against the Hispanic Latinos and we are here uh, to let media and the community knows uh, we don't support this uh, we are Uh, said about this against uh, this racial profiling by Fort Bend County uh, Sheriff's Office. Uh, having said that, we have some great leaders and activists and elected officials among us. Uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, first, Cesar Espinosa from Phil Houston, uh, from the Texas Black Caucus of Democratic. Um, uh, then we have Uh, Tony Diaz from uh, uh, from LULAC and his other organization. Uh, we have Representative Ron Reynolds. Uh, we have Derek Mohammed, uh, the one of the, the great leader from the Greater Houston area. We have Amrin from uh, Care Houston. We have Stephen Flores from uh, Latino Labor Organization. Also, there is many uh, activists and candidates from uh, Fort Bend County. Uh, I know I'm missing people, but uh, let's start with this. I know it's a rain, it's a bad weather, but we made it. Uh, and I want to thank the media to make it happen. Uh, let's start with, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Tony to say a few words. Thank you so much. My name is Tony Diaz, and I'm here on behalf of Lulek Council 60 and the Libra Traficantes. I'm a Chicano activist, and I am offended, and I am mad, and I am proud 
of our brothers and sisters who joined us here on a rainy day, and they have defied the intimidation of racial profiling, and they are here to speak out against any administration, any officials that would tolerate racial profiling of Latinos, where 98% of individuals who look like me, who have my last name, and their only crime may be that they are driving wild brown. What makes this worse is that this is under the administration of Sheriff Troy Nels, who we have tried to interview several times. He should be speaking about this. He should be denouncing this. He should make this stop. Worse, we're in an election cycle. This could intimidate Latinos and others to even stray out of their house during the COVID-19 epidemic to vote. And lastly, how can you have the audacity to tolerate the racial profiling of Latinos, to not answer questions from our community and the media, and then run for office? Sheriff Troy Nels must stop the racial profiling. Thank you. All right, uh, let's start with uh, Cicer, Cicer, Cicer uh, uh, King. Okay, I'll make a comment in English and in Spanish. Uh, my name is Cesar Espinosa, and I'm Executive Director of Fiel. We stand in one of the most beautiful counties in the United States, one of the most diverse counties, which is made beautiful because of its people. We stand here, yet we stand in a place that has good things and bad things. And some of the bad things are the fact that for the longest time, there has been racial profiling for the longest time, there has been intimidation by police officers in black and brown communities. And unfortunately, this is not new. The people that you've seen behind me have been dealing with this thing for many, many years. But the time to stop is now. And we are calling on Sheriff Troy Nels to really have the conviction to really uh, make changes, in, in not only in his administration, but on his task force, so that the racial profiling in Fort Bend County stops. We do have some good things, though. The district attorney's office has been really progressive on some issues, and we thank them for that. But at the end of the day, if people continue to get arrested, then we will continue to have these problems. And then the Latino immigrant community, this is twofold, because not only are people getting arrested, but then subsequently are getting turned over to ICE. In conversations that we have had with the sheriff, he has said that even though they don't have 287G agreements, he makes sure that immigration gets a list of all people uh, who have Latino surnames every single day. So we need answers on this and we need this to stop now. Mi nombre es Cesar Espinosa, soy director ejecutivo de FIEL. Estamos aquí porque como hay cosas buenas en el condado de Portland, como hay cosas malas. En el pasado hemos visto que se ha perseguido, se continúa a perseguir a las comunidades de color, que son una gran parte de la mayoría aquí en el condado de Portland. Una de las cosas que hace el condado de Fort Bend bueno es la diversidad que existe y son la comunidad latina, las comunidades de color que hacen Fort Bend el condado que es ahora. So es importante que tengamos respuestas. El Sheriff Troy Nels ha dicho que aunque no hay un acuerdo de 287G en el condado de Fort Bend formal, él se asegura que inmigración tenga los nombres de los latinos todos los días. So queremos que esto pare. Llamamos para que no solamente se reforme la administración del condado de Sheriff de aquí de Fort Bend, pero también para que los oficiales dejen de perfilar racialmente a la comunidad latina y a la comunidad afroamericana. Estamos aquí para pedir la resignación del Sheriff y queremos que ya no haya más 
racismo y persecución de la gente de color en el condado de Fort Bend o en cualquier parte de los Estados Unidos. Gracias, profesor. I would like to ask uh, our uh, British Eastern Area Labor, Latino Labor Leader, uh, Stephen Flores, to come and say a few things. My name is Stephen Flores. I'm the president of the Communication Workers of America. I'm the president of the Latino Labor Leadership Council of Southeast Texas, and I'm on the executive board of the Greater Houston Coalition for Justice. As a kid growing up in this big area called Texas uh, realized that that Latinos and Hispanics have been here for hundreds of hundreds of years, especially in this area. We were farmers and ranchers and citizens of this county for hundreds of years. Not until late 60s that I was always considered a Mexican all my life until the late 60s, like 69. And then overnight, I became white because they wanted to integrate the schools, with, uh, black schools with Latinos instead of integrating them with all races. And that's the only time I was no longer just a Mexican. Now, I had my my DNA tested, and it turns out I'm 53% Native American. And that still doesn't make a difference in this county. I'm still racially profiled, even though my ancestors were here before any of them. So I'm telling you, I refuse to be treated like I don't belong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to stand up and fight for all of those that are being mistreated that way. Whether they be white, black, yellow, brown, we should all be treated the same. That's it. The, the, the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag says we should all be considered the same. So anyone that stands against that is against what the American dream is. And we need to call them out. And when they stand together, it's birds of a feather flock together. And they're racist. Thank you. All right, so one thing I wanted to bring you guys to attention, like today Latinos, tomorrow going to be people like me, the Muslim Americans, the African, they're African American or gone through hell in their last decade of their life in Fort Bend. Now, we are bringing a coalition. So uh, this event is supported by one of the major organizations that represent the Muslims uh, all over the USA, the civil rights, which is CARE. Uh, I think that CARE has a representation uh, in our team. Uh, Amberin, are you here? Yes, sir. Amberin, can you say and spell your name, please? Perfect. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. So my name is Amberin Hernandez, which is spelled A-M-S-M-A-R-E-E-N, as in Nancy Hernandez, H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. And I serve as the Communications and Programs Coordinator, the Council of American Islamic Relations, Houston Chapter. We are the local chapter of the nation's largest Muslim civil rights organization, uh, representing the greater Houston area. So thank you all so much for being here. Um, 
as uh, as what has echoed here today, we stand in solidarity with our brothers and sisters here, especially the Latino community. Um, I personally speak as a Latino Muslim, you know, mom being from El Salvador, dad being from Pakistan. And so I've seen firsthand the impacts that this has uh, in, in our marginalized communities, right, across the board. And we've seen it historically as well. And so at this time, we urge, you know, uh, our community members to continue to hold this department accountable. Uh, do document if you face any harassment, discrimination. Um, you have an entire coalition here who is ready to fight and stand up for your rights. And so, um, yeah, obviously, as, we, as we've seen, this is unconstitutional. Um, and we demand a response immediately um, before this uh, goes on any further. And so, yeah, just echoing everyone's statements here, we definitely, once again, uh, demand answers and uh, urge the community to remain vigilant um, and report any any suspicious activities or uh, wrongful discrimination and harassment. So thank you all so much and I appreciate the support here of everyone that is, uh, yeah, who's fighting with our communities. Thank you. All right, so uh, now we have a friend that been in the trenches for us many, many years. Uh, he showed up everywhere you are. This is the gentleman that I know I proudly call him my brother from another mother. And this is State Representative Ron Reynolds. I know uh, you have to, you're the first one that came up and stand with these issues where other elected officials sounds cricket. And so I command you being there for us. So Mr. Representative, say stuff that it makes us to go next time. All right. Uh, you know, I echo the sentiments that have been shared today. I'm State Representative Ron Reynolds, and I'm proud to represent a very, very diverse community. And just like I said in solidarity, when I see injustices happen with African Americans, I stand against injustice for Latinas and Muslims and all people because Dr. Martin Luther King said it best, that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Woo! And for friends, we've seen a grave injustice in Fort Bend County perpetuated by the Sheriff's Department when you're racially profiled, profiling people simply because that they are Latinos. And that is unacceptable. That is unacceptable in Fort Bend County, it's unacceptable anywhere, but certainly, in the county that has the most diversity, it is un-American, it's unpatriotic. And so we stand here today in solidarity. We will speak truth to power. I don't care if it's the sheriff or if it's the governor, anybody that's racially profiling, they need to be held accountable. And so we, we will not be silent. Uh, and I'm proud of our district attorney, Brian Middleton. I'm proud of the people that are standing here today to make sure uh, that those voices are heard. We have to speak out for those who don't believe that they have a voice. We have to stand up for those who have been marginalized, those who have been uh, the victims of this type of racial profiling. And so we're gonna continue uh, to make our voices heard. We're gonna make our voices heard at the ballot box because elections matter. And we're gonna make sure that we vote for people that care about all of the communities that they serve, not just uh, the, the, the will-to-do and the will-off and those who are Anglo, but those who are 
Hispanic, those who are Latina, those who are African-American, those who are Asian. We want people that represent the great diversity of this community. And so I will end by saying that united we stand and divided we fall. We're stronger together. When we all come together, there's no stopping us. And today you see that demonstration today with the coalition that's standing here today, we are certainly united and we are going to make sure that this does not continue to happen in Fort Bay County and this must cease and desist. And so for all of my Latina brothers and sisters, know that we stand with you. Thank you so much. Peace and blessings. My name is Brother Derek Muhammad, I'm a community activist. I also serve as a, a member of the Police Reform Task Force in the city of Houston. I just simply came here to show support for my Latino brothers and sisters who are under tyrannical, tyrannical uh, attack here in Fort Bend. As a black man in America, I am no stranger to racial profiling. I know what it's like to be pulled over, harassed, sat down on the curb, disrespected for something that you did not do. I know what it's like to be racially profiled in situations where your only sin is your skin. But, you know, back in the day, one of the more progressive uh, rap groups named Public Enemy, they had an album called The Fear of a Black Planet. And when I was on my way here, I asked myself the question, what's really going on in Fort Bend? What you have is the fear of a brown county. The fear of a brown county. All across this country, you see the brown population growing and growing. Demographers call it the browning of America. And the fear is that the black and the brown will link up, hook up, unite, become politically mature, and take our rightful place as the rulership over the cities and the counties in this area. Oh, yeah. That is the fear. The other reason that Latinos are being targeted is that we know that the prison industrial complex is nothing but a corporation. And black and brown people are their number one commodities. So I stand in solidarity with the brown brothers and sisters in Fort Bend County. The Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So if you feel fear, understand that this is not something that God has given to you. This is something that the advocates of white supremacy has given to you. So do not be afraid. Do not be, um, yeah, do not be afraid. Stand up and resist and make certain that what's happening to you does not happen to your children. And the only way for us to ensure that is for us to take a stand. Either we stand for something or we fall for nothing. We stand for something or we'll fall for anything. Thank you. Derek Muhammad, community activist. Thank you. Anyone else like to add? Okay, you want to say something? Uh, you can do it like before. Yeah, finish. Uh, my name is Dr. Roberto Cantu. I'm uh, appointed as uh, the civil service commissioner for the former sheriff's office. And today, I'm ashamed of my own sheriff's office department. 
I have the story from the Houston Chronicle where the, there's no doubt that this is not just made up. This is true. The Fort Bay County Sheriff's Office oversees this task force out of 819 stops, 98% of the stops were Latinos. So there's no question that the Sheriff's Office is doing targeting of Latinos and it is anti-constitutional and illegal to do so. So I'm just ashamed to say that Troy Neils is doing this with Latino community. And I am here also in solidarity with all the other minorities, like the Muslim community and the African-American community who have suffered so much through so many decades. So we need to stop this, and we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Hello, my name is Eric Fagan, and I'm here as a proud member of the Fort Bend County Chihuahua Democratic Team. I stood up against this racial profiling. It's not a Republican thing. It's not a Democratic thing. It's an American thing, an issue. We must stand against all racial profiling. I've been in law enforcement for over 34 years, a president of a union. When we see something is going wrong, we must stand up and address it. Don't hide behind it. They've reached out to the current sheriff to have him come to speak on this issue. He refused to do it. All we're asking for is to be treated equally across the board. And again, it's not a Republican thing or a Democratic thing. It's a human thing. So everyone, please stand up against it. And the best way to stand up against it is by your vote. Your vote is your voice. Your vote is your fist. So if you want to fight back, vote. Thank you. Hello, Dr. Candace Matthews, statewide accountability chair for the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. We stand in solidarity with this coalition. And actually, accountability breeds responsibility. And what's happening here is that Sheriff Parnell is not being held accountable. We have the data that states what you're doing is poor and is unacceptable. So I say to you, you have a chance to do the right thing. Because when you don't do the right thing, then that's what brings all of us coalition together to hold you accountable. So I say this again, accountability breeds responsibility. Be responsible and do the right thing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have a from uh, Teachers Union. Uh, hello, Bill Bobrick. I'm with the American Federation of Teachers and the Gulf Coast AFL-CIO. You just have one message. No mas, Troy Nelson. Racial profiling is against the law, and we need to stop. We live in a place where no more this is the, the history of the past. We need to be the future that is this needs to stop. Can someone address why why this today? I know that reporting has I think it was published in July. So is this because of his run for Congress in part? 
Uh, not really. Actually, we're trying to pull this for uh, for last uh, few weeks, actually, or more than a month. But everybody, we have to put together. We cannot just do like one organization. So we put it together. Finally, we were able to pull the stage because we wanted to make sure all the leaders showed up. Because it doesn't have no meaning if you have just press conference with people like me and someone else. So, so it took a took a little longer, um, but it was not intention to election or anything. Uh, you know, it's not the first time that we did. But finally, we were able to get media attention because of friends like Tony, friends like you know we have Sylvia and the Care and other organizations. So the dates has nothing to do with education. And given the opportunity to address the situation, uh, also I want to be proud to say, and he's refusing to answer any questions from us from the last few months. And every time I talk to his Thai uh, deputies, they just walk away. Uh, as soon as that report came out, it confirmed what we had been hearing in the community. We had hard, concrete data at that time. I can show you our emails, our list of phone calls, our tweets to Troy Nels in his office. We've invited him to our radio show. All media has invited him to talk about this. We have tried exhaustively. If you want to know why we had it today, it is hard to organize in Fort Bend. Let's be real. There's a Latino community that's 25%. We're underrepresented, decentered, and guess what? We're intimidated. This is a tactic to intimidate the community. If we do nothing, racial profiling becomes a way of life in Fort Bend. And that's why I think it's hard to organize right here. We are united today because we've had enough. We're united today because we won't take our calls. We're united today because we won't answer to us. This is a turning point. We're united to defend all people of color in Fort Bend, and I'm so proud of this generation. Troy Nails must go. Troy Nails must go. Troy Nails must go. Troy Nails must go. And I, I, I would just add this to it. They talk about the organizing uh, within the African American community. We have a long history of having you know, the NAACP and other advocacy groups. So Fort Berry County, uh, we need, this is a call to action uh, from, to the uh, LULAC and to Maldeth. Uh, it's other organizations to make sure uh, that we have strong, uh, bold leadership here in Fort Bend County uh, to advocate and speak truth to power without fear. Uh, we know that you've seen a, a tremendous movement with the Black Lives Matter, but I want to see Brown Lives Matter rise up as well. And we need to make sure that the Latino community doesn't live in the shadows. And that's what you've seen when it comes to the census participation and other things. Uh, we want them to know that they have rights as citizens to be treated fairly and equally uh, without fear of any kind of deportation, without any fear of ICE and those things that were mentioned today. And so we're going to continue to stand up for those rights and make sure that you know uh, that your voices matter and we call on others to be willing to be bold and unapologetic about speaking out against these injustices, even if it means stand up against our city sheriff. And that's what we're here to do today. So Brown Lives Matter. Woo!
español. Mi nombre es la doctora Jennifer Cantú. Estoy aquí para informarles que todo lo que nosotros estamos diciendo es que el, el, la manera de tener es nuestro valor es por usando nuestra voz. Y esa voz es nuestro voto. Aquí hemos dicho que se le ha pedido al corriente que hable, que tenga esta comunicación con nosotros. Pero aún no la ha obtenido. Y si cuando alguien no tiene esta comunicación, nunca vamos a avanzar para poder cambiar lo que está ocurriendo aquí en este condado. Todos tenemos merecer un asiento en la mesa. Y no solamente estar en la mesa para participar. Y esa participación incluye usando nuestra voz. Y esa voz es nuestro voto. So, por favor, esta es la oportunidad y el momento para seguir este movimiento adelante. Gracias. Everybody. My name is Nabil Shaikh, and I'm not standing here today as a candidate uh, for constable. I'm standing here as a father, a husband, and a son of minority of, of immigrant parents. So I am a minority. I have witnessed firsthand what can happen as a Muslim American when you're stopped by the police. And that's what kind of urged me to want to run for constable. We stand in solidarity with our black and brown community. We are united together today to put an end to racial profiling, not only here in Fort Bend County, across the state of Texas, but in America. We will not stand for racial profiling anywhere. So I just want to let you guys know uh, we are together. This is a big coalition. So thank you guys. Were you stopped in Fort Bend County? Were you stopped in Fort Bend County? I have been stopped in Fort Bend County. Can you tell and, us about also, your encounter? Also, a crazy statistic in the city of Sugarland. You are eight times more likely to be stopped, ticketed, or arrested if you are black, brown, or Asian. So that must stop. We have to hold everybody accountable. Our good, my good friend here, Eric Fagan, who is running to be your next sheriff, myself, and everybody else will do everything we can to end racial profiling here in Fort Bend. Thank you. To answer your question, we have had cases of people, uh, and one of the biggest cases that we handled was a case of a person who was on his way to tutor somebody, uh, and they were pulled over in Sugarland by by Corbin, uh, or by Sugarland TV, and he was subsequently uh, arrested and then transferred over to ICE. He was in detention for six months for going two miles over the speed limit, uh, and then subsequently, even till today, we're still fighting to keep them in the country, and this was eight years ago. So these arrests, these detentions have consequences. For some people, it may just mean an arrest. For another person, it could subsequently mean a deportation. So that's part of the reason why we're here. And then the spirit of Cesar Chavez, what we've been uh, talking about in the last couple of months, is we, we have a new model that says, if they come for one of us, they come for all of us. Oh, yeah. And that's what, this, that's what we want to emphasize today, is that we as people of color, we as, as community, are going to come together, and if they come for one of us, they come for all of us. Right. Puede tener la consecuencia de un arresto o de un ticket, pero para muchas personas de nuestra comunidad puede llegar hasta una deportación. So, hasta hoy, todavía estamos, a, a, a pesar de que ya pasaron ocho años, este arresto que ocurrió en el 2012, lo estamos peleando hasta ahora. So, para mucha gente, esto no solamente es de ser 
a perfilado por racialmente, pero también puede llevar a una consecuencia que es una deportación. Hablamos sobre esta lucha, ¿por qué hoy y es, por qué se está llevando a cabo? Es importante que como comunidad, este recorte salió en el julio, pero hasta ahorita hemos tenido, por la cuestión de la pandemia y por cuestiones organizativas, han tenido, ha habido publicaciones para organizar, pero es importante que todo el mundo sepa la verdad de quién es esta persona, de las cosas que están pasando aquí en el condado de Corbin, y más importante es que la gente continúe a hablar, continúe a, a traer sus historias, y si las personas, hay personas que son elegibles, que no voten por personas que van a seguir perjudicando a nuestra comunidad. ¿Qué es el problema? ¿Qué es lo que estás tratando de comunicar? Ahorita el 98%, el, problema, el gran problema que estamos viendo, que salió en un reporte en el Houston Chronicle en julio, es de que el 98% de las, de las paradas por la policía que en el condado de Corbin han sido de latinos. Y eso es alarmante, porque sabemos que aunque la población solamente es el 25%, el 98% de las paradas han sido de latinos. Eso es importante que recalcar y decir en voz alta lo que está pasando, que es un perfil racial en contra de las comunidades de Colombia. Digo, gente de todas las comunidades, minorías, ¿por qué tan importante es la unión? En el condado más diverso en los Estados Unidos es importante tener a todas esas personas aquí porque solamente se recarga lo que ya se sabe es que las comunidades de Ecuador estamos organizando para organizar juntos porque lo que nos afecta a uno afecta a todos. Antes de hablar con el alguacil, ¿qué es Muchas veces hemos tratado de hablar con él y dice en una, en una, eh, en una eh, carta que le mandamos pidiéndole que si no había un programa de 67 que por qué se continuaba a poner a, a las personas en detención de inmigración. Él dijo que él se aseguraba que todos los días que inmigración tuviera una lista de potenciales personas que estaban en el país indocumentadas. ¿Qué significa la palabra potencial? Hasta hoy todavía no tenemos esa respuesta y eso es lo que estamos buscando ahora. ¿Qué significa esto para la, la comunidad latina? ¿Cómo les afecta? Nos afecta en muchos de los lados. La gente tiene miedo inclusive de salir de sus casas, pero más importante es que estamos viendo un a sistemas sistemáticos de perfil racial y eso es algo que como comunidad tenemos que decir un algo. ¿Alguien más que quiera hablar en español? Sí. Bueno, aquí estamos para luchar contra discriminación contra latinos, claramente. Yo creo que lo bonito es que no vinimos solos, nos estamos uniendo con nuestros hermanos afroamericanos, de, asiáticos, de cada sector, porque esto es una injusticia. Y nuestra gente necesita saber que aquí estamos por una causa justa. Vamos a seguir adelante. Necesitan votar para cambiar ese sistema. Pero vamos a seguir porque sí se puede. Sí, 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 se, se puede. puede. ¿Qué te se puede. Para, para mí, cualquier persona que tiene el privilegio de ser elegido a un puesto, debe representar a todos justamente. Este para mí es un insulto. Porque yo vine a este país, mis padres vinieron a este país para el sueño americano, no para que su hijo siguiera cada regla, se educaba, trabajaba por la comunidad y podía ser discriminado. Aguacil, ser justo con mi mamá, con mi papá, con nuestra comunidad, deja discriminar contra los latinos. Tony Díaz de Libre Traficante. Y por último, nada más quería recargar el apoyo del eh, representante uh, Ron Reynolds, que siempre ha estado ahí para nuestra comunidad. Cuando nosotros le llamamos, cuando ha inclusive ocurrido uh, detenciones injustas, sobre todo ahí con nosotros. Okay, uh, I think we have uh, Andy Vance. Oh, okay. 
Hello, uh, my name is Amnes Haq, and I'm here today on behalf of the Muslim community, on behalf of social workers all throughout the state. I'm a licensed social worker. I've worked with so many different populations, and I'm here today in solidarity with my sisters and brothers from the Latinx community. I've lived in Fort Bend County for the past six years. I've done work here, and law enforcement here, I've had my own run-in being stopped by law enforcement here in Fort Bend County, and I know that they are profiling and I I was stopped when I was stopped the first thing they asked me was do you speak English and I cannot even imagine the the profiling that they are doing with our Latinx brothers and sisters and black sisters and brothers me being a Muslim woman wearing hijab wearing this head covering I am not fearful for my life when I go outside when I'm stopped by police officers I know that there will be discrimination but I know my Latinx sisters and brothers and my black sisters and brothers fear for their lives. And I've seen it here in Fort Bend County. As a Muslim woman, I have done diversity trainings with law enforcement here, and I feel that we were used as props, as tokens, to fulfill their agenda of, look, we are diverse. We love diversity here in Fort Bend County. And I will never forget three years ago when I did that diversity training with law enforcement and how the sheriff's department, I feel that they, I was being used. Afterwards, I realized that I was being used to fulfill their this, this propaganda, we are so diverse and we love diversity. But just this past year, they have said horrible things. Law enforcement has said, or I'm going to say, Troy Nels in his press conference said stuff about Muslim people, Muslim faith. And I can only, I, I can't even imagine what, when I heard about the profiling that they're doing with our Latinx sisters and brothers, I feel that pain. I'm here with my Latinx sisters and brothers and I will stand in solidarity today, tomorrow, and forever. My name is Amna Haq. I'm a licensed social worker with Anissa Hope Center. We work with diverse populations, uh, immigrants, refugees, all that. It's A-M-I-N-A-I-S-H-A-Q. So that concludes our stuff. Can we just go in front of the stairs and Shout a little bit to get attention. Racial profiling must stop. Can we do that? So just people need to know that. Mi nombre es Dr. Otto Cantú, O-T-O-C-A-N-S-T-U. ¿Estás bien? Gracias. 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 98% han sido de latinos, pero la población aquí nada más es del 25% de latinos. Consecuentemente, no cabe la menor duda que el alguacil Trujillo está racialmente haciendo lo que llaman racial profile en contra de los latinos en este condado de Foreign County. Hey,
desaparece, pero aparece cuando le dan ganas. Han sido un par de veces y si es por mí le doy toda la semana. Se hace la que no quiere, pero llama de madrugada. Terminaste sin ropa otra vez, pidiendo que te tocara. Eh, se hace la
Thank you for tuning in. This is Tony Diaz. We're signing out. We're going to be sharing. We're going to be sharing a lot of this audio with uh, the radio show, Latino Politics and News. So we'll have some of the folks on the show. We're going to play the audio. Stay tuned. Get involved. This is Tony Diaz signing out. We're coming back to Fort Bend. Gracias. Thank you, Roxana, for holding down the production over there on your end.